Hey, Megan. Hey, Nicholas. So, what did we talk about today? Today, we talked about the fact that we're back. That is exciting. We also talked about what we have been up to for the last year. We talked about how we're going to interview more business owners. And we talked about what the future looks like for the Refreshing Edge podcast. We also had a new segment called Ask Megan and Nicholas. All that and more on another exciting episode of the Refreshing Edge podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to the Refreshing Edge podcast, hosted by Megan and Nicholas DeSalvo, about what businesses go through when branding, developing creative, and marketing their business in an ever-changing digital climate. It's also about leadership, company culture, building community, working with your spouse, and whatever we feel is important to share with you today. You might know Megan as an amazing wife, incredible mother, thespian, entrepreneur, co-owner, and creator of opportunities at Edge One Media, and volunteer for every nonprofit organization that exists in Portland and maybe beyond. You might know Nicholas for his love of coffee, tennis, watches, video games, and all things Portland. Hey, Megan. Hey, Nicholas. Uh, how you been? I've been great. How about you? Oh, I've been living the dream, you know. What have you been up to the last year or so? So much. So much. You know, we haven't recorded a podcast in... A year, maybe more even. We were I... trying to survive. <laughs> it's true. We had a lot of things going on over the last year and a half, two years. I don't know if you heard, but there was this little disease that shut a lot of things down. Mm-hmm. And uh, pandemonium ensued. And we, and digital uh, demand for digital services increased significantly. Did you experience that? Yeah, we had about a six-week, oh my goodness, what is happening? And then all of a sudden, we were gangbusters, just bonkers. So we thought we'd come back and do a season two of the Refreshing Edge podcast, where we got back to basics. We talked about um, some of the current tactics that are working in marketing and business today. We want to interview business owners and ask them how their businesses have shifted over the last year or so and get some real world examples of what they've done and what's worked in their industries. And we want to hear from you about what topics you would like us to cover in the ensuing episodes. Does that sound good? That sounds great. So uh, let's maybe talk about some of the specific things that we have been up to over the last however long it's been. Um, we are currently, as we speak, sitting in your brand new office. That's true. We expanded. Uh, we picked uh, a perfect time when the pandemic hit to uh, sign an expansion of our lease and take over uh, at basically double the size of our headquarters here in Tigard, Oregon. Uh, so now I have a window office uh, where we used to record in my little box of an office that had no windows and fluorescent lighting. I now have my lights off and we are looking out of the fifth floor to a beautiful, beautiful sky and some construction down below. <laughs> <laughs> There's some construction down below, but 
if you don't look down there, all you see is a tree, you know, a tr- trees in the skyline, and it's pretty nice. It is. It is. Um, each each of our staff members uh, got paired up into different offices, and then we have a front area that's pretty large. We have a break room with an actual sink in it. That has oh, been something God. that Nicholas Hallelujah. has wanted for so long. So uh, I guess, Nicholas, how does it feel going from the original headquarters of edge one in the basement of the water tower building in downtown portland that was a two-room dungeon of an office yeah to uh this expanded uh version of the one that we moved into five years ago how does it feel to have this expansion happen well i think it's kind of amazing you know when i think about uh think back on um, that first office i was just so excited to be out of the house and actually have a legit office that I would go to every day. <clears throat> but looking back objectively, it was terrible. <laughs> um, I love the building. You know, the story of that office was that I sort of fell in love with the building when you were getting fitted for your wedding dress. Yeah, that building is where I bought my wedding dress from Tower Bridal, which no longer exists, RIP, uh, Tower Bridal. Um, yeah, the water tower building, it's a unique building because it, uh, it was a mall, but also a office building and also housed a, like, you know, a Pier 1 had a pier on and a there. Postal Annex and it had a dentist's office. Just, honey it's baked a, ham? It yeah, honey baked, honey baked ham. ham. It's, it's got a hodgepodge randomness. Um, you know, Szechuan, it was, you know, there was just lo- yeah, lots of some... different businesses in there and it was very eclectic and and cool and i think that's what drew us to it yeah but the office that we were in was a two-room office that had no windows and it was dark and like the back of the office was a cement wall which we painted green yeah but they uh they told us when we moved in they said the only way you get more space here because that was one of the questions we asked how do we get more space and they said, well, the only way you get more space here is if a business folds or someone dies. Hmm. Uh, otherwise, people don't really move in that building. So um, so we waited. We waited a few years, uh, and none of that ever happened. And so, and so we moved here. We moved here. Uh, and the benefit of moving here was that it was much closer to our house, which made the commute much less uh, life-sucking. Yes. And we came back to Washington County, to Tigard, where we, you know, volunteer, live, you know, all that sort of stuff. All of so, those things. Yeah. So that was a super nice thing. But, and it was a much bigger office. It was on the top floor of the building. And it was good for the amount of people we had at the time. But we grew our team substantially. Yeah. So we needed to have more space to house more of our team. And uh, make sure they were comfortable, make sure that they had uh, a good break room, things like that. So and, here we are now. Yeah, and so I didn't realize how small the last office was until we got much larger. <laughs> and I have to say that is so much nicer to be in this space now than it was uh, a few months ago. Yeah. Um, but that office expansion was not without a ton of hiccups. You know, it was originally supposed to take a couple of months. And they kept on saying, no, it'll be done by the new year. No, it'll be done by the end of February. No, it'll be done by... Well, it took 11 months. 
<laughs> and there was never a clear uh, schedule of when things needed to be done. Or and, when people would be here. <laughs> yeah, and then doing we, things. we would just show up randomly on different days and like all of our stuff would be covered in plastic. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm sure many of you have had all kinds of different hiccups over the course of the last year. Um, and, you know, the delays in shipping, uh, the price of lumber, the price of gas, just all the different things that are uh, impacting your business. So uh, we definitely had some obstacles with ours as well. So, um, one of those was actually employee turnover. We had a couple people uh, get some good opportunities uh, of growing, you know, their uh, what they do in other uh, sectors. So they, uh, you know, got hired by these larger companies, and you know, us as a small company, we had to go out there and find the right fit for the um, roles that we had open. So we've done that, and our team has expanded. We have a great team in place. Things are going well right now. I think, you know, um, when we think about team turnover, that's always a little bit difficult to deal with as a business, but it's also the great success of our business is that we are able to support people in achieving what they are hoping to achieve. So it's a little bit bittersweet when people leave, but I always sort of celebrate that we, you know, if they're moving on to something um, bigger and brighter in their eyes, that that we've helped them get to that place that they wanted to get to. I also think it's an opportunity for business too to to see what was working and maybe what wasn't or you know split the role into different um, facets and things like that. So we actually took our administrative role and split it into an administrative and project management role um, and got to um, have someone internally actually uh, get a promotion into our project management role. So it was really... Uh, a good, um, you know, just a good thing that happened in hindsight. But, it, you know, when you're going through it, it feels like an obstacle for sure. <laughs> I think anything that you go through as a small business owner feels like an obstacle. Sometimes mm -hmm. it feels like the world is out to get you um, because things are not set up for you to be successful very easily. You have to figure out how to do it. But if you can figure out how to do it, it feels pretty good. I also think it gives you the opportunity to to touch more lives, and I, you know I think Nicholas and I always uh, like to pour into our staff and pour into people in our community and and uh, our clients and things like that. So it's just a, a it's a nice thing to be able to meet new people and um, help them expand their skill sets and grow. So very exciting. And then uh, rising costs, like we talked about, gas. You know, all the other rising costs definitely had an impact on us, even though we are a digital business. You know, all the things that we have to do to do our job, you know, requires equipment and um, furniture and other things and uh, the cost of shipping and things like that. Um, and then um, and then also, you know, having to take a look at it and go, oh, I guess when there, that cost increases, we might have to pass that along to our clients. So we, uh, you know, try not to raise our rates very often, but we looked back and said, wow, we haven't raised our rates in like you know, three or five years. So um, not four years, three or five. <laughs> so, uh, so we decided that we needed to raise our rates and, and bring things up to a current standard, but we still, um, tout ourselves not as we're never the most expensive. We're never the least expensive, but we're in a nice right in the middle <laughs> where we like to be. Yeah. So 
We are, so that's what's happening. That's what's happening in the world today. That's what's happened to us over the last year. Hooray, we're here. We made it. You know, we're in a weird time still. Um, and I think that, you know, the fall, Megan gave me the thumbs down, but that's a bunch of eh. You're a Debbie Downer right we're, now. We are. We're in a weird time still. <laughs> we are. Tell me I'm wrong. I, you're wrong. I think we're in a great time right now. We're in a time... I didn't say it wasn't great. I said it's weird. <laughs> Maybe this... it is weird. Isn't it always, though? It, well, that's an argument that we could have. But at the same time, nothing like this has happened in an environment like we're in ever before. You know, there have been depressions. There have been recessions. There have been pandemics. But we have a unique set of circumstances in that we were all very digitally connected we had an amazing run in an economy and now we're kind of looking at what the climate is like at this moment when we are facing significant inflation we're we're facing significant challenges so what do we do now megan look at the opportunities see where those present themselves and take advantage of the things that are offered to you um i you know i believe that's how we've lasted the last 19 years you know people people look at our business and say 19 years wow that's a long time and you went through a recession or two and you know we've just we've we've tackled a lot of things and i think one of the things that has always um helped us is by looking at the opportunities you know where can we help what can we do and how can we position ourselves to be a helper in the situation and that is what we're doing now and we're seeing we're seeing success with it and i think we will continue to do so um so i don't know i i just want to stay positive i want to i want to make sure people know that there is always there's always room for uh goodness good stuff goodness as my daughter would say the goodness yeah well (laughs) there is you're right but i want to acknowledge the time that we're in you know it's a it is kind of a a weird time and there is some anxiety about about what is going to happen over the next year or two and so i just wanted to talk a little bit about that we're going to um head into our uh, first official segment that we are naming called ask Megan and Nicholas. This is where the like ask Megan and Nicholas, ask Megan and Nicholas should go. Yeah, but we don't have that right yet, <laughs> and we don't have any questions from anybody. So what we have decided is we are going to ask each other a question that we don't know, and we're going to see what the answer is going to be like. So Megan. Given the uncertain times, given the anxiety that pe- that people have about the general business landscape, the economic landscape, what should small business owners do to ensure success in the future? Interesting. Um, I wasn't prepared for this. We didn't talk about this question. So. Yeah, that, well, I did mention that <laughs> nobody, we didn't know what we were going to ask each other. So, um, you know, that that's, I think that there's a couple of things. One is the first thing that people cut when uh, they hear that a recession is coming or they 
you know, have an inkling that things are going to get a little bit more difficult, they cut their marketing budget. They, they just wipe it out and say, nope, not going to do that. And I think that that is, is detrimental. So I would not recommend that. I think what I would recommend is really leaning back into the basics of what makes for good business. Um, it's funny, Nicholas said that the cleaning people weren't going to vacuum and they're totally vacuuming right now. <laughs> um, just want to put that out there. I was right. You were wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, but leaning back into the basics, the basics are, you know, networking, make yourself visible in your community. Uh, if you want to network online, you can network digitally. If you want to network in person, you can do that as well. There's lots of opportunities to network. Make sure that you are doing that. Um, the second thing is to make sure you're showing up all the places that your target audience is listening. So if that is podcasting or um, blogging or vlogging or posting on social media or getting a news segment on a TV or a radio ad, whatever that might be, that is where you should be spending your time, energy, effort, and money. Um, and then the third thing is make sure you take care of yourself. And that's something that took me a really long time to learn. And I wish someone would have told me a long time ago, but anytime that you're having anxiety or you're uncertain about things, taking care of yourself, making sure you're rested, hydrated, you're having family time, you are having a work-life balance is so important because it keeps you on top of things and it helps you feel refreshed and ready for the next day and whatever challenge lies ahead. That's a legit answer. Way to go. Way to go. Thanks. You are welcome. I feel like sometimes I'm kind of good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I would have been recording you with a camera just then so we could reel that thing. Oh, I see what you did there. Mm -hmm. Well, my question for you is not as um, poignant of a question, I think. Um, I went with the easy button, I guess, when you said, come up with a question for me. Mm. And my question for you is, you know, over the last year or so, um, what has been your favorite project or client or um, what, what have you enjoyed working on? What have I enjoyed working on? My favorite project or client? That is a good question because um, it forces me to name names. And one of our clients is going to listen to this and be like, why didn't you pick me? I mean, you don't have to name names. You could just give a, a case study, nameless. <laughs> well, it's uh, a little bit difficult because we, we've worked on so many different things over the last whatever period of time we're calling this. And um, I... Um, so I've got a couple of things that kind of pop into my mind and they're in different facets or different modalities you know we work on branding we work on web design we work on you know you can pick ads. one for each we um we send out newsletters we do a lot of different kinds of things and um i think what so one of the favorite things that i did was you know we redesigned the symposium coffee uh branding and I, you know, that's one of my favorite projects that we've ever done because, you know, Symposium Coffee is a, it's a neighborhood staple in Tigard in Sherwood. It's a local company and, you know, we've known them forever and it just, 
you know, the project turned out so well, and I just thought it was so cool how it ended up. You know, we we created this uh, mark, you know, which was like a coffee bean, but also in the shape of an S. And then we created this coffee rainbow to do it in these different colors that were not like as vibrant as a regular rainbow might be, but they were kind of in this this um, coffee stainish. Yeah, you know that kind of hue. It had that hue in each one of those um, segments, and so that was a really cool thing for us to work on. You know, just recently we launched a website for a mobile bar service which I you know it's called Harper and Gracie and the website is just um, you know I just think that it's really cool in the way that it turned out the photography is big the interface is a little bit off kilter um, and it really captures the personality of the the business and then you know some of the other things that I really enjoyed were just talking to business owners after we had done projects with them like uh, Mountain View Drains, I we we launched a website for them, and uh, the, that website helped them like triple their sales mm-hmm. in a year. And um, you know that's the really gratifying things that I experience is that we we don't just do the work. You know, I was excited as a young person to do the work. You know, to make the pretty things. I'm in, I'm excited as a less younger person to talk to the people and see how it impacts them and see how that we, we could positively change someone's experience in the world and help them be successful. And that, that is my favorite thing about business um, currently. And I think that fuels, you know, that fuels into our why. And, you know, we, we really do want to make a greater impact on people and communities and businesses and businesses within communities and I think that we do that in these ways and and you know people talk about like what's the return on investment and to hear some of the success stories and what people have experienced with the work we've done for them it's um I mean it definitely it definitely is emotionally um one of the best and also one of the most um just you know brings kind of a tear to your eye uh, when they talk about you know how we've how we've helped them so much so uh, yeah those are those are good ones and symposium it, I, I too think it's super cool anytime we drive around it's funny we, we drive around and, and in our local area there's uh, this place that Nicholas did a logo for them gosh you did it 19 years ago probably or 18 mm-hmm. years ago and it's still up in their window and on the sign oh, yeah. and we drive by it and it you know it definitely isn't the best work you ever did in your <laughs> life because it was so long ago um but you know just to see your work in the wild and i think that that's that's what always impresses me is is driving around and going yep that's nicholas that's nicholas that's nicholas and you can just see you and jake and our team everywhere oh okay so i found i thought of another one was um that we redesigned the logo for tiger diamond sports which is a baseball organization that our son plays for and uh, you know, I saw I said that, and I saw Megan be like, "Don't say anything about her son." But um, anyway, it's really fun to be able to show up to the games and see everybody wearing something that you've made. 
or that I have made. It's fun for me to say to do to show up to a game and see things that I have made that other people are wearing on their shirts, on their hats, um, on their sweatshirts. That kind of thing never really gets old to to go and you know drive down the street and just be able to be like, yep, I made that. Yep, I made that. Yep, I made that. And uh, the older I get, the more of those things accumulate. And it's pretty cool. <laughs> and our kids notice it too. You know, we drive drive around and they'll be like, oh, that's your client. Oh, that's your client. Oh. And, and they notice logos and brands and all kinds of things that other kids their age do not uh-huh. pay attention to. <laughs> They're going to be font specialists. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for answering my question. Um, thank you. For asking a good one you set it up like you were not going to ask a good question you're like i took the easy way out and i was going to be like yeah i asked better questions but it ended up being a great question and i feel bad that i even thought that in my brain Aww. so segment three or the next segment the next thing the next thing is um we're going to talk about what's next <laughs> and that is um, we are reactivating the Refreshing Edge group on Facebook. You know, just after things really shut down, we were asking questions every day, you know, sometimes a couple times a day, just to check in with everybody, see how they were doing. And and then we started posting monthly, and then we started posting quarterly, and then we started posting, you know, every so often. And now we don't post hardly at all. And, you know, that that is, that happens. That happens with all small businesses, you know. And uh, uh, what was so special about those early days was that, you know, we had this feeling like we were all in it together. And we kind of were, you know. And we grew our group. And so what we want to encourage people to do is go there with your business questions. You can get your business questions answered. You can network with the hundreds of other people who are in the group. You can um, really... Just generally have more uh, of us in your life. More Megan and Nicholas in your life. (laughs) But also... Don't you need a little more Megan and Nicholas? Wouldn't you love a little more Megan and Nicholas? (laughs) But also, you know, I I really do think that people can connect with one another in there. And we did just recently post a reintroductory post to say, hey, who's in here and and tell us about your business. And a few people responded, but I'd love to see more people um, respond to that and introduce themselves in that group and get to know one another. Because I think that there's a lot of uh, collaboration opportunities and, and other opportunities within that group. And I think, like I said before, getting through this, you know, next phase of whatever it is we're headed into here, I think we're going to need groups like this more often um, because they are networking opportunities to get to know people um, in a different way. So um, so go there. It's on Facebook, Refreshing Edge. Um, Ask to join it. We'll accept you in. And uh, you can have more Megan and Nicholas in your life. Just what you always wanted. (laughs) So uh, we will be posting these more often. We're not going to uh, promise an exact uh, amount of time between uh, episodes, but you will see episodes appear more often than they have. Uh, what I heard you just say was that 100% we're going to post one every week. 
Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but uh, we will commit to doing it much more often. And it's a good opportunity for us to check in with each other also. See how we're doing um, in business and also in life. So, season two, here we are at the end of our first episode. We're excited to be back. It was good to chat with you, Megan. I am excited to talk about all the things that people are interested in. And if we can give any kind of value with our opinion, our takes, our expertise in our particular field, I would love to do that. What about you? Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, we'll see you on down the road. See you next time. If you liked what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Share it with a friend. Follow us on the socials. At Edge One Media. At This Is Nicholas DeSalvo. Or at Megan DeSalvo. 